This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? Triple M's Rush Hour is live from Melton Entertainment Park. I see assholes like you every day. James Brayshaw. Every day. Billy Brownless. Is this moron number one? We're going to the trots. Yeah, when there aren't any trots. That's right. Put moron number two on the phone. Me doing all the heavy lifting. What the hell is wrong with you two? Listen to the rush hour. I feel good. Oh, of course we feel good. We're in Melton. Oh. At the trots. At the trots. <laughs> Without any trots happening, but we're at the trots. <laughs> and I'll tell you what is happening, by what? the way. We've got a superstar cast. Who we got? Well, Dan Malecki later on. Yes. Uh, the golden voice of this caper. Yep. Uh, Zach Butters. Zach Butters. From around here. Yeah. All-Australian best and fairest Port Adelaide a star of the competition. Mark Hunter a star. Yes. The young bloke's a star as well. He is. And lovely. very soon, speaking of stars, mm. we get we get to spend some time oh, no. with one of my all-time favourites. Oh. The dancer, Dougie Hawkins. Oh. Have a look at him, the oh. hawk. <laughs> He's ready to go to that superstar over there. He's been here since 12, having a couple of frothies. Happy <laughs> as a man can be. Oh, hello to you, Fat. Oh, g'day, Jim. Great to be here at the uh, Melton Entertainment Park, we're calling it. Yes. Beautiful, There's a nice little mantra hotel there. We might mm. stay there tonight. Right. Have a few beers with the locals. Just having a look around, Jim. Probably won't. Anyway, um, <laughs> but this is the Gamalite Room. Yes. Gamalite, one of the great uh, trotters of all time, what? won 94 races. Wow, we. I know. So great to be here. We've got the TVs. We've got the tab here. We've got trackside. We've got Kino. Smoke oh, machine. Smoke machine. Yeah, what it. more do you want, Jimmy boy? Oh, that's fantastic. Well, we want a couple of our staff members to be a bit more up and about. Well, we'll talk about them later. Uh, we had drinks last so. night. And, and they got away from a couple of them. did. And g'day to you, Ryan. And they are off. <laughs> and your guess is as good as mine what's happening. Uh, she's steaming on. Imagine it's to be going forward trying to lead like it did last time, but... As you can see, I'm watching what you are on the TV screen, and we cannot see anything here at the moment. That's old Rick McIntosh having a little bit of an issue in Kilmore. McIntosh. With the fog, was it? Yes, it was. Oh, I thought you might have pulled your man out that lost his voice. Remember him? Coming around the bend? Yeah. And, no, then, and couldn't complete the call. No, I don't remember. I remember yeah. Jim Jakes with the beef schnitzel. Yeah, that... Anyway, time now. Are you ready? <laughs> Public bar, are you ready for now, the wrap-wrap? On rap, Triple rap? M's Rush Hour. Are we doing... Um, yes, we, we are. Do the wrap, wrap, wrap? It's Billy's All Sports Report. What do you got for us, Fat? Jim, I hear you ask me, what's going on with Clayton Oliver? What's going on with Clayton Oliver? Very good question, Jim. Well, he uh, has been released from a Melbourne hospital. He had uh, undergone x-rays and a CT scan. Ooh, a CAT scan. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. I, I know thought, what a CT scan is. I thought the Geelong players only had... Cat God. scans. Oh, anyway, about wow. that. Tom Morris reported all of them. Hands in the heads. Everyone's going, that can't be it. That can't be it. Just a small gold coming. Oliver was admitted to the Footscray Hospital around 9am for a number of hours before being discharged early this morning or this afternoon. Well, we hope he's okay. He's okay. He's a good boy. Family and friends are saying he's okay, so he'll go and live with Maxie Gorn, his wife. Good. And he'll have a good year. A Ronald Dale Brassie yes. will be given a final farewell at the MCG November 10. 
November. State funeral. Yeah, exactly. Family, friends. Richly deserved. Supporters are all invited, uh, invited there. So look forward to that. Yep. Marcus Stoinis. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's going to play for the Aussies. They need him, I think, oh, in the World Cup. Because he's going to replace Cam Green. What's going on with Cam Green? You're not, the cricketer. Not a lot. No, he needs to lift. Needs to lift his output. He does. He's been struggling, Jimmy yeah. Boy. Uh, also, the Socceroos will face England for the first time in a friendly. Ooh. When did we beat the so- uh, When did we beat England? Two thousand and three. So it's probably not the first time we've played them. Then, Bill. Exactly. No. And then they play New Zealand in a friendly, Jim. Yes. Traditional home ground of uh, G Tech. Community Stadium in Brentford. Where's Brentford? I don't know. UK London. Somewhere. Oh, London. Oh, right. New Zealand over there. So they get the sheep off the ground. And oh, then... my <laughs> God. Not in London. No. Uh, Sam Kerr has been added to the Matilda squad. That's good for the Olympic qualifiers. Yes. We need Sammy Kerr, of course. Yes. They take on Iran, uh, October 26, October 29, the Philippines, and then November 1, Taiwan. Mm. So that's good, Jimmy boy. Yeah, yep. And what about this? How's that good? Well... But yep. uh, Sammy Kerr's there. Yep. Eddie Jones is expected to quit oh, no. the Wallabies. Well, he's just taken the job on. I know. And they reckon he's going to uh, coach Japan. Oh, wow. Which I think he might have had a meeting with yeah, before. already World decided on that before we started. So uh, that's Eddie, and that's my rap. It's oh, only no. a short one. Is that it? Well, we've got to make room for the one and only, the greatest dog of all time. Oh, is he? Ooh. Yes. Well, we're going to ask oh. him that. Well, he reckons he's better than Bont. Oh, Actually, a lot of Western uh, Bulldogs fans here. Go, how many doggies? Yeah, oh, look at them. We'll, we'll ask We're in the heartland. To. We are in the heartland. Yeah, so there's the Bont, EJ, or Dougie. Ooh. We'll find out next. Chris Grant? Uh, fifth. <laughs> <laughs> the great Doug Hawkins joining us next. JB and Bill, Triple M's Rush Hour Live from Melton Entertainment Park. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy, live from Melton Entertainment Park, where stars play, meet, dine, race and stay. For Triple M Rush Hour's Mad Month, live from the Melton Entertainment Park, James Brayshaw, Billy Brownless and the 350-game legend Doug Hawkins has joined us. Oh, there we go. Oh, here he is, Jimmy The dancer. Oh, popular out here. 329 games for Footscray, 21 at Fitzroy, went for the money. Uh, Also... (laughs) Footy show legend, yes, father of the year, Jim. Believe oh, no. it or not, yes, uh, Olympic torchbearer, Bulldogs team of the century, and the greatest dog ever. Is, is, is that right, Doug? Well, Billy, lovely to be on board, and yes. uh, you forgot that I actually sat to be a politician at one stage. That's right. Two of you got that in common. Yeah. <laughs> that blew up. <laughs> Uh, no, I was with the great Clive Palmer. The oh big fat trick. What about when they he rang you and you thought it was someone? I, I thought it was my great mate Russell Gilbert. <laughs> yep. So I asked him, was he uh, related to Scotty Palmer? And he said, no. And I said, are you the cousin of Chicken? Chicken, <laughs> chicken Palmer. And he hung up on me. So I, I thought, I stuck it up Gilbo. I said, you're the real beauty. So, uh, no, but Billy, no, um, no, it's good to be here. Bouncing, JB. Hey, last, last time we saw you, you'd been struck by lightning. I was a bit worried about you. Next minute, you're on the Nine News, and you're only supposed to have seven-second little break there. Yeah. You know, nice little... Sound bite. Sound bite. Dougie's started telling a couple of sporties. Yeah. It, went, it went for two minutes. <laughs> well, where we come from, Bill, you know, Braybrook. Yes. yes. Um, you know, you, you can take the boy out of Braybrook, can't take the Braybrook out of the boy, and... No, Bill, I'll never forget it, JB. I got hit by this lightning. Probably about three, four months ago, I was working down in Yarraville, 
Uh, you know much about Yarraville? You no, guys? I don't. Yeah, Just there. beyond the cemetery there in Geelong Road. Right. I didn't have far to go. To be <laughs> there he goes. I love it. There you go, about 100 metres and I was there. <laughs> and you're in a shed. I was in my little shed and... Uh, the lightning and the thunder was just, it was actually, um, it was scary. It was really scary. And, uh, and the, the bang when the, when the lightning hit the box through the window, and you guys don't know this, but it actually knocked me out. Oh, right. how long? Uh, I, I just blacked out. And, and have you ever had an out-of-body experience? No. I, I no, I haven't no, had no. one, no. <laughs> no. So, so when I was blacked out, yeah. I saw my body floating. Really? Oh, you did. <laughs> 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 oh. I was floating up to the pearly gates. Right. Oh, Where? You, weren't, you, you'd be, you wouldn't be floating. You'd be going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was, <laughs> I was floating up to the pearly gates. Yes. And JB, yes. when I got there... What happened when you got when there? When I got there, oh, the yeah. great man was waiting for me. Yes. Teddy Whitten. Oh, was he? Now, EJ was... Said, not God. It was, <laughs> not God. Well, it was God, EJ. Or Peter. He said, there you go, knackers. I said, <laughs> he always called me knacker. There you go, knackers. He said, what happened to you? So I said, listen, Teddy, as I was about to explain, yeah. the great Lou Richards, the late great... He Lou turned Richards, up. He put his head over the fence. <laughs> he said, EJ, send him back. Send Dougie back. We can't shoot him. We can't. <laughs> and we can't electrocute him. Send him back. So, so I actually went back down to my body. And right. I come back in, into my body... And I'm here uh, that's a miracle. day to tell a story, JB. That's a miracle, Doug. No, and that, that is a true story. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dougie. No, that is a load of mamua. Oh, it is bullshit. It is a load of mamua. Yeah. I love, uh, you've told it many times, but I love you talking about your first ever game because you grew up a mad North fan. Yeah. And then you debuted yeah. against North Melbourne and you started on Malcolm Blight or Keith Gregg? Well, I started on a bloke called Ross Henshaw. Yeah, he's a good player. He was a back pocket player. Yep. He was about 6'2". Yep, he was. And playing on the Rovers. Yep. And I was roving with EJ Whitten Jr. Yeah. Anyway, and I'm a, Kank, and I'm a Keith Gregg yep. junkie. I'm him. a mad Keith Gregg junkie. So the middle of the second quarter, I get the call from Ronnie Simmons, the great runner who's been there for 20 years, and he, he said, Hawk, go to the wing. To oh, Keith Gregg. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, 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 oh. I said, how good is this? <laughs> so did you the... have a little trouser chubby? Well, <laughs> oh, I reckon you did, Hawk. It would be little. I was, pretty... <laughs> I was pretty excited about playing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and he would have saw on the Friday that Dougie Hawkins barracks the north yep. and Keith Gregg, he's my hero. And I got there, I put my hand out, I'll never forget it. I said, there you go, going, Keith. <laughs> And he said, what do you call me, son? <laughs> I said, g'day, Keith. He said, son, you call me Mr. Greg. Yeah, we are. I said, hello, Mr. Greg. <laughs> so anyway, JB, just to finish mm, on that, no, that, 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 that sort of part of it, the next week I stayed in the seniors. We played St Kilda uh, down at Marabin. You know oh, this one, Billy. Yeah. And, we, and, you know, they, they'd water the ground every Thursday night. Yeah, and yeah. I'm out in the ground and I thought to myself, you know what, you've got to show respect to the opposition. I've learned from Keith Gregg. Mm -hmm. So I put my hand out to shake hands. I said, hello, Mr Muir. How are you today? <laughs> Robbie Muir said, what do you call me? <laughs> he, said, he said, I'm mad, dog, Dad. I'm going to kick the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. And he oh, did. Of course, you've got a statue at the Braybrook yep. Hotel. And what about the time when you went home? Here oh, we go, Jim. Oh, no, Billy. And they, Mum was doing uh, some renovations. Well, Billy, anyone here from Braybrook? Yeah. Yeah, go have you ever heard of Braybrook? <laughs> yes. You ever want to go to Braybrook? <laughs> no. 
because what not's yours can become yours pretty quick. But anyway, there we go. Rolling nicely. There we go. Beautiful. <laughs> wait, wait for this one, yes. <laughs> You wait for the invoice shortly. But anyway, God. <laughs> <laughs> I got home, Billy. I, uh, JB, I got home. Ravi, Ravi. Yep. Ravi, yep. Yes. Ravi, did I? Ravi. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, I got home. I got home and me... <laughs> My late mum, Thal, was taking the wallpaper off the wall. Yes. JB, and I said, yes. Mum, we're doing some renovations. She said, no, Dougie, we're moving. Oh. So, <laughs> so when you left Braidbrook, the no. wallpaper come with you. Oh. So, oh. That's true. Oh. That is a true. Now, you were a superstar. You had I was. Your, I was a superstar. You had your own wing. Yeah, I mm-hmm. did. So it's yep. trade week. How much would you be getting paid now if you played today? Well, Billy, I'll tell you what I'd do. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a pretty high opinion about my ability as a yeah, footy player. Very high. And so you bloody should have. Yeah, and I've, I've always rated myself very highly. Yeah. I want to put this to JB. Yes. Who's uh, involved in the yeah. AFL system for uh, yeah. doing the commentary and all that sort yeah. of stuff. What would I be worth, JB, on the market these days? Easily over a million. In oh. your prime, 1.2. No. Well, in his prime, in the top two or three players in the comp. I was going to say 1.8. 1.8? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I was being honest, but, <laughs> but seriously, some of the money, money oh, treated, you know. unbelievable. Now. What did you get? What was your highest pay? I reckon Billy after the '85 final series yeah. when we got skittled by Hawthorne by ten points in the prelim. Yeah, uh, I came out of contract. B Hardy won the Brownlow. Mm-hmm. I won. We won an only BNF, and my contract was eighty-five thousand. And they gave me an RX7. Oh, nice. <laughs> Mazda RX7 from Wherry Mazda. Yeah. And that was probably worth. Mm, that's all right. Eight that's grand, all right. Eight or ten grand. 85 grand in 1985. Yeah, good so, wedge. So, so uh, and from there, I'll probably go somewhere. And don't forget, we get taxed half. We only <laughs> yeah. take it on 50 grand or 40 <laughs> grand or something like that. You had a panel van there for a while. I did, Bill. I had a Sandman panel van there for all around Braybrook and on the back of this van's rocking, don't bother knocking, baby, because oh, your daughter might be in the back. But anyway, oh, but anyway. Oh, <laughs> still on air, Bill? No, 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 we just got taken off. Uh, Bonton Pelly, right? He yep, just won his yep. fifth best and fairest. That sounds so, right. Yep. Is he the best dog ever, in your opinion, Doug Hawkins? <sighs> uh, uh, <laughs> Hurry up, well, all right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just reflecting and thinking uh, of mm. our greats, and uh, and the first one's obviously Ted Whitten. Yes. You know, and, I, and a lot of people would have seen Ted yes, in this room yes. play, and some may not have. And arguably, you know, Mr. Football, the, the greatest, yep. uh, not only Bulldog, but greatest yep. probably player to play the game to some degree. Some people think. Mm-hmm. He won five best and fairest. We'll never win a brown, like EJ. No. Uh, Bottom Pelly. Was actually robbed. Yeah, yeah I think he, yeah. Is that he, he was robbed this year. He was robbed this year. This year he was robbed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> might, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Bulldogs people agree with that? Yeah, yeah, he was actually yeah. robbed. The other bloke won. It was been a tra- terrific player, boy, but not his fault, Neil. Neil Those umpires can't give votes anymore. Well, but anyway, can't give votes. No, that was what he said. So who who is it, Doug? Number one. Let me tell you this. <laughs> no, 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 I played with Calvin Templeton. You blokes yes, may yes, remember no, Calvin Templeton. For four or five years, he was unbeatable one-on-one, and that's mm. something special. Yeah. Uh, Chris Grant, uh, for four or five years, was unbeatable one-on-one. Scott West uh, uh, won, uh, won seven best seven. and fairest. Yep. 
between me and Scotty, yeah. war number seven, and Rory Lobb, we've won eight best and fairest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and what you were... Rory's what, what? won none, Rory. But anyway, <laughs> Westy's won seven, I won one. So just going back to the and answer. The question. <laughs> the, the question is, EJ Witten could play anywhere. Yeah, right. Templeton was more of a full forward scenario. Ford, yeah. Chris Grant could play anywhere. Bont. Uh, the Bont could play anywhere that he wants to play. The Bont is a modern-day Ted Witten. Yeah, well, yeah, that that's makes high praise. No, but uh, the question was... He's better than Ted, he's not the best. Not yet. So EJ number one. EJ number one. Yep. Hawkins number two. That's it. <laughs> you weren't thrown well, in there. Anyone going to dispute that? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. And what he was was either side of the body hawk. Yeah, I am. And before his time, not many did that back yeah. then. Beautiful no, left right. and right. Balance. Foot. You're right. You're right. You're a bloody star. <laughs> no, so, so I'm, you know, I'm only joking about me. Oh, but, no, you're not. But he is, <laughs> he is the modern day um, Teddy Whitten. There's no doubt about hey, that. Hawk. What a pleasure it is to see you, mate. Thanks for dropping words. by. Am I going, John? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. You've gone ten minutes. Doug Hawkins, everybody. Doug Hawkins, the superstar. Am I actually going? Bill Stoke coming up next. We've run a little bit long with Doug. But, um, no, Mark Hunter not too far away, but we have to deep dive into our dinner from last night because oh, a couple of people no. have rocked up a bit dusty. Well, Hawk yeah. wouldn't be happy. No. This is Triple M's Rush Hour, live from Melton Entertainment Park. Your favourite entertainment venue in the West has a new name. Melton Entertainment Park has arrived, where stars play, meet, dine, race and stay. Mark Hunter to join us very soon, as well as Zach Butters from the Port Adelaide Footy Club and the race scholar Dan Malecki. We are live from the Melton Entertainment Park, your favourite entertainment venue in the West. Has a new name, Melton Entertainment Park, where stars play, meet, dine, race and stay. And we dined somewhere else last night, well, JB. We did. we did. We had the annual rush hour dinner. Yep. And, Christmas uh, dinner. Christmas dinner. There was about 11 of us. Uh, we went to a very, very nice pub, gastro pub in South Melbourne. And um, Rosie Walton, welcome to you, by the way, the Hi. magnificent Rosie Walton, Hi, Rose. Mary. Oh, she's popular here. Popular everywhere. <laughs> so, Rose, Rose, I, yes, I was the first to leave. Yes, you and were. It, it was as tidy as I've been leaving one of these dinners for, <laughs> for the you. last 14 years for yes. me. Absolutely. So, sorted the uh, bill out. Thank God, Bill, we did that. Yeah. Because as I left, I said, right, oh, well, I'll leave it up to you to keep things tidy. Mm. What happened? No one else Well, one of the out. guests was Daisy Thomas. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Dale can get a bit excited. He came in hot. He was thirsty. Very thirsty. He arrived uh, on a scooter. Yeah, he did. Bridget Duclos was there too and thought that Daisy was Beersy, who works with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how she didn't recognise somebody yeah. who's played for Collingwood and Carlton. Yes. Um, but Daisy likes to take... People on an adventure. Under his wing. Younger people yes. who don't know much. No. Yeah. So there's a couple of them who work for us. Jasper, yes. who's sitting down here. And he's only just got colour back in his face. And Beersy. <laughs> where are you, Beersy? Where did they Beersy? go? He's over there. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where did they go? I well, went on a tour of South Melbourne. Oh. Yeah, but how much longer after? I reckon I left about up past ten. How much longer did they? Well, I went at eleven-ish. Yeah, I went just after you. And apparently they left just after us. And somebody said that they got home at 2.39am. Daisy. Daisy. And look at him. He hasn't woken up yet. Fair dickum, he's hopeless. So you've got to get back on the horse. You've got to have a couple of beers. That's that's what we could hand down. Play up, turn up. Exactly right. So it was a good... But what about Bridge? I think she's coming with me to your wedding. 
she wants to come as your plus one. Yeah, we worked does. out a deal last night. Did you? Yeah, we won't talk about that on air either. <laughs> no, um, we will not. But the other table wanted to have photos taken with you too, yes. which was lovely. And then some guy came up and said, oh, and I'd like my photo taken with you as well to bridge it. Yep. And he went, I don't know who you are though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poor Bridget. So, Hose, you've seen a lot come and go from our building. Yeah. Yep. These two young men. Yes. If you had to give them advice, what would it be? Busy, you, you, you're okay. Jasper, yeah. I had high hopes. Not yep. so sure today. No, no. He, look at him. He went out for he, dinner. He's, he's a shell of a man. He is. Can't even talk. He can't. <laughs> and he went out with socks on and Birkenstock thongs. <laughs> Birkenstock thongs. Or whatever they are. Birkenstocks. And he had the corduroy green no, corduroy no. shorts it's... and green corduroy j- uh, had on yesterday. Something too. wrong with him, and it's been confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> he's, not, he's not quite right. He's young, and we can maybe turn it around. Yes, no, you've got from today. Well, I like no, it. It's good. Well done, everyone. That was. It's good to uh, do it once a year. We do it, and uh, when we finish, we once take year's another enough. year to do it again. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy live from Melton Entertainment Park, where stars play, meet, dine, race, and stay. Live from Melton Entertainment Park, this is Triple M's Rush Hour Mad Month. JB, Bill, and this man who played 130 games for the Dogs and for the Melton Bloods, Mark Hunter. Oh, put your hands together, royalty. This part of the world. He actually lived in Melton, unlike Doug, who lives down the road. You actually lived in Melton, Mark. Yeah, Melton was my third stop on the, uh, the Great Suburbs. I came from the Kensington Flats yeah. early on to the Glenroy Housing Commission home to Melton when I was seven. We moved into Houston Street near Max Hotel there. There were probably two houses in the street, so we were, 1972, we were one of the first people here. Wow, that's unbelievable, mate. So you, that's your background? Yep, stayed here till I moved down to Footscray to play footy. But then also played at Geelong. I didn't know that in the reserves and under 19s. Yeah, well, Melton was owned at Geelong. Yeah. So I played thirds under Ian Ancurvis in 84. Yeah. 85, Tommy Hafey coach, David Whedon reserves coach. I was actually picked in the first senior practice match and broke the news to Tom that I, I couldn't play because Melton were chasing 167 on the weekend and <laughs> I, I couldn't let them down. So that went down well. Oh, Tom wouldn't have liked <laughs> that. Well, um, fractured back after five weeks, misdiagnosed for 14 weeks. Yeah. Came back, played a couple misdiagnosed, ended up in agony, and see you later at the end of the year. Wow. So you got to the Dogs at a bloody good time, 1988 through to 96. Very good sides in that time, Western Bulldog, oh, Footscray. Yeah, we were sort of struggling a bit. I had Mickey Mouldhouse the first couple of years, so that was the end of Mick's reign. Then Wheels took over, resurrected things, and I think we played finals 92. Two, ninety-three, yeah. ninety-four. Oh, absolutely. Billy, Billy polished us off there in one of them. Well, yeah. I was having a look. Hang what? on, Jim. Goal after the siren. That's, oh, we're not, that's why I was moving the conversation on, Marco. I'm just reading some names here that played for you during that era. Chris Grant, of course. Leon Cameron, Scotty West, Brad Johnson, the big Duke, Luke Darcy, Richard Osborne, Tony Liberatore. So they are as good a players as you'll see. But then there were some real interesting bastards for me too. You had Ilya Grigic, Steve Kolonuk, yeah. Alan Jakovic was there for a while. Steve Krediuk, you had some... It, it was an eclectic mix. Yeah, uh, Granny came down as a skinny 17, 18-year-old kid from Dalesford and had the role centre-half forward in a 
a side that was just finding their way. So you have to cop Jakovic and those type of guys every week. He was unbelievable. Colin York probably rivals Hawke as the worst punter I've ever seen <laughs> in, in life. So Gee, he must be bad. Oh, yeah, he's shocking. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. And then we had guys like Danny Southern who had a pet oh, snake. Yes, uh, he had did. Had a pet snake. So we, he used to terrify Bill, Danny Southern. It was scary. He was terrified of it. Well, he had the um, mullet, which is pretty common, actually, as I look out here. But, but that's right. He worked at the zoo. And, they, and I heard stories he used to eat the animals when they died <laughs> and all this. And he came up to me and said, if you touch a ball, I'm going to belt you every time. And I actually thought it was true, so I didn't go near it. <laughs> but right. no, Rick Kennedy, he yeah. was bloody mad. Well, he was mad at training. Yeah. Rick, yeah. Rick whacked a guy called Gary Irvine, you know, the one where they throw the ball to you off the fence one-on-one. Yeah. Before the ball arrived, Rick just went crack with the elbow to the head. Yeah. That's at training. Yeah, mm. so he, he actually he maimed a couple of my opponents along the way too. He, oh, he, mate, you're scared. Poor old Jimmy Wine from Fitzroy got a – I just heard this thud. <laughs> Next thing, Jimmy was having a sleep behind me. I, I guess it was Rick. And, and the McPherson boys, they were tough. Yeah, Super was my time. Yeah. Rod was before, before me. me yeah. Yeah. yeah, Super, Super, he, he was on um, Mark Arsiri the day the Carlton only kicked one goal at the Witten Oval, and Super was his opponent. 28 minute mark of the last quarter, Super came in and just punched a hole straight through the wall. He obviously wasn't pleased with Mark oh. kicking that goal. Geez, you've been bloody good breeders your era, because the current team, I mean, you're young blokes now at Melbourne, but played unbelievably good football for the Western Bulldogs, but there's about seven or eight father-sons. Yeah, they've done well. They had, I think, four or five in one, at one time there. Josh Dunk obviously wasn't a father-son, but yep. I think they had four or five father-sons at the one time. Dunks is gone, Mitch Wallace is gone, Lockie's gone. Uh, I think... Who we left with Liver. Liver and oh, Croft. And Riley West. Riley West. And now you've got Croft coming on. Crofty coming yeah. on, yeah. yeah well, it's a, bloody, it's a free hit for a footy club. Well, it? it's taken them a long way, and they're not, they're not your average players. They've been good, very good mm. footballers they've oh, got yeah. too. What's your first love, footy or horse racing? Now? Yeah. I actually always was, probably horse racing. Was it? Yeah. You used to have a bet when you played and all that and look up at the scoreboard? Oh, 100%. Used to, <laughs> cut the, uh, used to cut the little the race fields out of the footy record. Yeah. Yeah. I was playing, we were playing Fitzroy, who were, they, were just, they weren't very good in those days, so it was going to be a boring day in the back pocket. So I was playing on somebody. The first leg of the quaddy came up and you know, 12 beat four and six, and I thought, who won? And I went to get out, out, out of the sock, and, but it had smudged together and I couldn't open it. So I went over to Barry Stanfield. He's playing on yeah. Alistair Lynch. I said, fish. I said, look at this. I can't even work out who's won the first leg. No, this is serious. I can't work out who's won. Yeah. So that's a true story. But you must do a lot of uh, like watching replays and all that because you are a number one analyst now, aren't you? Everyone, a lot of people get your tips. Yes, you know you've made it when you're on the same text as the Dean Lester tips and the yeah, you know, yeah exactly, the mate. So. Everyone gets. Do you have two two lots of tips? <laughs> Do you send the good ones to your good yeah, mates and the, the bad decent. ones to blokes like me? I'll, I'll, I'll run with it. It's, yeah. it's a good myth because when the tips are no good, I just say I sent you out the piece. <laughs> so. But no, we, look, it's non-stop. It's just yeah. 24-7, all year round. The only day they have off is Christmas Day. Yep. It used to be Good Friday, now they race then, so yeah. you just don't get a rest. And no one can do your job. But what about Saturday? It's a huge day. Three group ones in Melbourne. You've got the Everest up there in Sydney. Do you get excited? Well, we won the Caulfield Guineas with Super Seth a oh, few years ago. So it's Seth. a great day for us on the calendar. It's, yeah, this time of year is fantastic. It's, it's hard work. Yeah. You, know, you can study all day and not come up with a winner, uh, which is not unusual, I suppose. But um, it, it's, I, I'd love to go to the Everest, but work 
I just can't get there mm. to go up and say, I'd love to spend a day watching the Everest. I think oh, that yeah. would be a great day. He's done a top job up there. Oh, yeah. Bloody How do you go watching a young bloke? As a former star yourself, is it easier, harder? How do you find it? It's got better. Early, early doors when he was sub and coming on and you hear the crowd and you can't help but hear the comments and it's pretty hard to sit there and mm. someone's abusing your kids, yeah. whether it's in the yeah. playground or whether it's on the footy field yeah. and they've had a few sherbs under their belt and they're getting louder and louder. But I think I'm pretty lucky. He, he hasn't played many bad games over yeah. the journey. I'd hate to be, you know, I used to go to the footy with Tom Boyd's mum. Um, some of the things that were said about yeah, Tom yeah. Boyd and that at the footy are just horrendous. Mm. So it's not fun. It's not fun even this year. You know, I've nearly had a couple of blues or arguments in the crowd this year. It's, it's, it's ongoing. It's an ongoing <laughs> issue I've got to deal with. Now, Dougie had EJ at number one, himself at two, and the Bont at three. Who have you got? Uh, well, the ones that I played with, Scotty Wind was the best player I ever played with. He was... Ooh. I thought he'd win the Brownlow. Yes. I was, you know, 18, 19, I thought this kid will win the Brownlow. So I'd go Scotty Wind, Chris Grant, then Daylight, the ones that I played with. Yep. Um, I did hear Hawke say a couple of years ago that Bont wouldn't pick up EJ's boots or wouldn't oh, carry EJ's boots in the ground. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Yes, he's changed his tune there. <laughs> changed his tune. Yeah. Look, the Bont's going to end up with how many best and fairest, and, and you know he's just absolute superstar. He's carried that team this year as, as far as they've got. So tell us about uh, Luke Darcy, our man, the big Duke, because <laughs> he likes to paint himself retrospectively as a hard man. Yeah. Um, but you played with him. I don't have any recollection of him being a hard man. The worst, I, I think, as I, I was runner for two years. Yep. I was runner, and the, the two angriest men that I had to run out to were Brad Johnson and Luke Darcy. <laughs> it's like, Darcy, come, come off the ground, and you just hear about five swear words come back at you. Darcy, come off the ground, you'd hear it again, and yeah, John yeah. O would get the hairy eyeballs right. and just stare at you. <laughs> I wouldn't even speak to you. So, well, Darcy was a terrific player, but as a runner, he was hard to deal nightmare. with. Nightmare. Absolute nightmare, absolute nightmare. Yep. Righto, one do, just watch over the uh, spring carnival, please, Mark Hunter. Oh, I like one this Saturday, a horse called Grey River, in about race four. Oh, look at Bill. Grey River. <laughs> he can't, not, Grey can't get it written down quick enough. Grey River, yep. It's uh, $7 each way. And oh, little, little oh, look, he's got the phone. Oh, so we've got to get it now. A, a bit little, responsibly. Little, look at them on their phones. Look at them. <laughs> a little roughy for the Melbourne Cup, a horse called Virtuous Circles, about 50 to 1. I reckon it's going well. Right, mm. Beautiful. That's what we like. Oh, look at fat. Yeah, Virtuous Circles. So we've lost him. <laughs> We've yeah, lost Bill. Let's talk to Mark. Well, yeah, I'm to... <laughs> uh, we're always saying hey, that, yeah. great pleasure to have you here. You and Hawk, just stars of this part of the world yeah. and this footy club. So, well done. Great chatting. Enjoy, I know you will, the Spring Carnival. Thank you. Thank Footscray you, legend Mark Hunter. This is Triple M's Rush Hour, live from Melton Entertainment Park. Your favourite entertainment venue in the West has a new name. Melton Entertainment Park has arrived, where stars play, meet, dine, race and stay. Live from Melton Entertainment Park, where stars play, meet, dine, race and stay. This is Triple M Rush Hour's Mad Month. James Brayshaw and Billy Brownless. It is a mad month with the trade period in the yeah. AFL, boys, and from the AFL.com.au, Cal Twomey has joined us. Uh, hello, Cal. Welcome to you, mate. Tell us the latest about Clayton Oliver before we get onto the trading stuff. Hey, guys. Good to be with you. Sorry, I couldn't be out there at Melton. Would have been a bit of fun, but uh, uh, yeah, Melbourne, I'm sure it is. Melbourne has uh, announced or put through the confirmation that he was admitted to hospital earlier today, transported to hospital by ambulance following a medical episode. So the hospital completed a few tests and he's been discharged from hospital. Uh, the club's going to work with him and his medical support team. So obviously concerning there for Clayton Oliver and 
yeah, obviously there's been a pretty dramatic week from his front as well as the clubs over the past probably eight to ten days since he, um, the, the talk about him potentially moving to another club last week arrived and, and since then the discussion. So we hope for the best for Clayton. Bloody oh, for all the best to Clary there. What about uh, Radigalia and Tom Hawkins down at the Cattery, please? Well, Tom Hawkins, I expect to say. Uh, I think that one's pretty close to being done, Billy, so we can mock off any concern there. We can lock him in for another Good. year. All done. but done. And Asaba Radaglia, he won't be there because he's out of contract and he wants to get to Port Adelaide. But uh, Port Adelaide has offered pick 24 for him. Now, Geelong has knocked that back. What do you think the worst of Asaba Radaglia is, Bill? Uh, about 10... Nine oh. or ten. No, but they're, they're chasing the a young Lord boy, aren't they? That's fair enough. Yeah, they've, they've had a look at uh, Ollie Lord from Port Adelaide, but he's contracted for next year and Port aren't going to let him go. The other say, Cal, they're not letting him go. No, 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 they won't be. And no. his finals performances were terrific, weren't they? Oh, he was yeah, a highlight for in the finals. So yep. he won't be going, but it's worth asking the question. He's obviously got the Geelong links and from Geelong Grammar yeah. and all the rest. But no, uh, that one's hit a bit of a stalemate. So I think that one's going to be coming down to the wire in the last half an hour of trade period of Sava Radigalia to Port Adelaide. North Melbourne putting some very nice arsenal together to get Harley Reid to the joint. Talk to me. Yes, they are, Jim. Uh, what a, a range of picks they've got. It's amazing. Pick two, pick three, pick 15, pick 17, pick 18. Now we look and wait to see what their next offer is for pick one. They came through the Eagles earlier this week with four picks for pick one. But none of that included pick two or three. So that was 15, 18, 21, and a future first-round pick. None of that included the top two or three. So I think the next offer will have to include pick two or three and a selection of those other picks and later in the first round. But they're not going to die wondering. And they've got a contender now, though, James. They've got a contender and also for pick one, and it's Melbourne. Pick six and pick 11 and a future first-round pick. So I think they're going to make a late dash in it as well. All right. Wow, that's uh, very interesting. Tyler Brockman, tell me about him. Was it Hawthorne going to Perth? Yeah, he was at Hawthorne, and he wants to get to West Coast, but because Lockie Schultz has left or is going to leave uh, Fremantle for Collingwood, and that'll happen, there's deals still being talked through there between Fremantle and Collingwood, I think progressing pretty solidly on that front. Schultz will be at the Magpies next year, I believe. So right. uh, because of that, Fremantle have jumped back into the Brockman race, or at least trying. They put a four-year offer to him. Yep. Now, they are keen to get into the market to grab him, but uh, he doesn't want to go there. He wants to go to the West Coast Eagles. So oh. uh, it's going to be hard for them to get in front of him because he's, he's desperate to get to the Eagles where he's got a friendship with Liam Ryan, the premiership yep. player. But the Hawks are keen for him to go to Fremantle instead, though, because they still have a bit of a hope that they could get Liam Henry back to the Hawks. So right. Hey, I've of, just heard something here. Just heard something here at Melton. Zach Butters, down to Geelong. I'm hearing <laughs> that. Oh, oh, no chance. <laughs> have you heard that, Cal? <laughs> oh, they'd wish. They'd wish. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Plays in the comp. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well done, mate. Thanks for dropping in. Cal Twimmy on the rush hour. Hey, what, what about this? Up next, a massive treat for us. 2023 All-Australian, 2023 AFL-CA Champion Player of the Year, 2023 Most Courageous Player, 2023 Port Adelaide Best and Fairest, the John Cale Medal, and most importantly, the 2023 no Triple way. MVP winner, Zach Butters, joining us next on the rush hour. Triple M. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy, live from Melton Entertainment Park, where stars play, meet, dine, race and stage. 
Oh, not far away from chatting to Dan Malecki, the Golden Tonsils. Knows yeah. this part of the world, of course. So we're looking forward to Dan wandering in. A quiz, maybe? Yes, a quiz. No. Yes, then we'll get all the locals. Have a look at them, Jim. They're all here. <laughs> Give us a shout. Any, any interest in the quiz? Uh, no. None. It's all about Melton. Is it? And Big M. Well, speaking of all about Melton, we've yeah. got as good a footballer as exists in the comp at the moment, and a local boy too, Zach Butters, everybody. Yeah. He's here. Go through what he's won this Mate. year. All Australian AFL Coaches Association Player of the Year, and they say that is the most sought after. Yeah. Most courageous player, Port Adelaide BNF, the great John Cale medal, and the triple MVP winner. Zach, as I say hello to you, that is taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, boys. It's good to be back in the local area, and um, I love jumping on with you boys, so I'm looking forward to it. You do love getting back here. That's what I like about you. You're a country boy at heart, aren't you? Yeah, I guess it's a bit topical with Dax Marsh's class as country. Um, a few of the boys like Ollie Wines, who's genuine from a Chuki, yeah. he sort of gets into me about that, but um, I'll roll with it. Yeah, and you brought your sister along today, that's nice. <laughs> Renee? Yeah, Billy's been hitting on my mum for the last 10 minutes. So, um, you yeah. took her to the Brownlow? <laughs> yeah, I did take mum to the Brownlow. She, she looked amazing. We had, a, we had a good night she together, did. so that was yeah. fun. Bloody oath she did. Hey, uh, flat finish. Mm. You, you were going so well, Port Adelaide, and we all expected you to end up in a prelim and, and beyond. So the boys must have been pretty flat at the end of it all. Yeah, definitely flat. Um, yeah, you don't want to go out in straight exits, and it's it's a long season, so you sort of want to get um, something out of it um, when you get to yeah, the pointy sure. end. And unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. But um, yeah, three or four weeks later, it's a pretty quick turnaround. And you sort of start getting more ambitious and what you can get to next and well, what you got to do. You can be lucky and unlucky in in the draw. Uh, having to go to Brisbane's always tough. They never lose at the Gabba. But then you met GWS, who none of us realised were going as well as they were. Yeah, I think there's always one or two teams in the finals that sort of get a bit of a role and get red-hot footy. And I think, yeah, GWS and Carlton were probably them two teams. Yeah. They were up and firing, and um, I think they're good enough to do it, and they probably showed mm. that in the finals. So you went to the grand final this year, had some lunches, which is nice, Zachy boy. Then you couldn't watch the game. You just wanted to go back to Darley. Is that right? Yeah, I actually went back to Melton and watched it in my, uh, one of my mates' house, and um, I was just talking to them, so I wasn't really watching the game, but... Um, yeah, I just didn't want to hang around. I think yeah. Yeah, you, you get pretty jealous and envious of the other teams. And um, yeah, after wanting to be there for so long, it, it gets a bit hard to watch. So um, yeah, just tried to get with a few mates and um, sort of have a chill day. Now, I've been having a look at the Instagram fat yes. of the uh, big stars of the AFL, yeah. and Zach is, of course, one of those. He is. And they're sending photos from Rome, from Madrid, from Munich, Vienna. from London, Vienna. And Zach comes to Milton. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's Zach. That's what are, our what are we dealing with? Oh, no, nothing beats home for me. Um, yeah, I think I was saying off air before that I'm not much of a, a Europe guy. I'm getting away soon, though, in a few weeks. Going to go to Bali um, with a few local oh, nice. mates. Um, yeah, and then do the co-trail as well, so that should be a bit of a challenge. And then um, I think by the time that rolls around, I'll be back in the train in Adelaide. Kokoda. It's tough. I nearly... You, you found that, did you, when you went? <laughs> well, I nearly did it. <laughs> I was going to do it, and they said, no, you won't make it fat. No, you will not make it. <laughs> well, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, I'm just hoping to come back in one piece, so it should be a bit of a challenge, a bit of fun. Um, 
they haven't done too much hiking, so it could be a bit of a well, wake-up call. we, of course, uh, were on the footy show with Gary and Sam when they did it. Yeah. And you've never heard more whinging oh. when the hardest thing, if you couldn't believe how hard it is, the, it's the worst conditions, the hardest thing. And then Luke Hodge went. Yeah. And we said, how'd you go with it? He goes, no, mate, it's no problem at all. <laughs> no, what those two old bastards were on. What were they eating, those beans or whatever? Yeah, they were. Maybe their diet wasn't quite right. No, no, exactly. Hey, tell us about Dali. They won the uh, big grand final this year, defeated um, North Ballarat by a point. Ooh. Yeah. North Ballarat, they don't like North Ballarat. No, really. no, one <laughs> seems to, no. But tell us about the game. Must have been a, a close one. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire here, Bill. Um, yeah, it was pretty close. Um, we actually didn't lead all, all day. Um, yeah, it was, it was a pretty bit, bit of an ugly game. It um, wasn't great spectacle viewing, but, um, yeah, by the end of it, um, yeah, it was, it was good for Dali, good for our town. And, yeah, I had probably five or six of my best mates that I played junior footy with playing out there and my childhood next-door neighbour. Um, we was lucky enough to hit the winning goal with 30 seconds left and I think we only led for 30 seconds. So, um, yeah, the celebrations back at the club room were good that night, so I enjoyed that. And the uh, female senior team won too, so look out. Yeah, Dahlia are on fire. I think a few of our netball teams won as well, so the club's in a really good position and, um, yeah, it's, it's good to see them successful and um, all my mates enjoying their footy. Now, Zach, we can't get you on without revisiting one of Triple M footy's modern, most magnificent moments. We were at the Adelaide Oval. You're running forward into the forward pocket at the magnificent Morton Bay Fig End, and you lost. You were running too up too fast, actually, and you actually knew we knew you were going to end up hitting the deck, but it took about 20 paces more than we thought. And the great BT was that they all have a listen. Westcroft to Butters to the advantage. Beautiful handball. Oh. Takes a bounce. 50, 40, 30. Oh, 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 he oh, fell over himself. Oh, he tripped over himself. like you'd walked out of here when you'd had 20 points. You had the staggers and everything. Yeah, you're probably right. If I say a few more hours of you, it's probably how I'll walk out. So, um, yeah, mate, I, I copped a fair bit of stick at the footy club after that. I think it was replayed in the team meeting, just on replay for a bit. And, um, a few of the boys occasionally sent it to me just to give me a bit of a wake-up call every now and then, so it always gives me a good laugh. But, it blew yeah. us away because you never lose your feet. So to watch you gradually just fall forward, it was so funny. Yeah, I think, I think it just shows that anything can happen to anyone. And I, <laughs> mate, the world got the better of me that day. How's Kenny? How's Kenny? My yes. mate Hinkley, he's, oh, he's losing a bit of hair. He's oh. getting, mate, he's forage. He's like a horse longmire now. Yeah, he is ageing on the outside, but, um, yeah, he, he's still pretty immature and funny on the inside. He's still got great passion for the game. Yeah. And, um, he's got a good character, and I'm, I'm sure you have a good relationship with him. You probably know what he's like. He's pretty oh, cheeky. He is, actually. Very good, very good player. He is a good player. Does yeah. he tell you that or well, not? Yeah, does he tell us, yeah. <laughs> I reckon probably every second week at training lets me know I finished third in the Brownlow and yeah. fuel shine. So, yeah, he's put the pressure on me and Rose over the years. So. Well, and speaking of Connor Rosie, you had an extraordinary season, but so did he, and the two of you have got great synergy. Yeah, I think we've, we've been working together for four or five years now, and we're probably just as good off mates off-field as we are on-field, and... Yeah, it's pretty easy when you play with blokes like that. He does a lot of the work and, um, yeah, he's, he's exciting to play and, yeah, his last two years have been exceptional. I don't know whether we've had this discussion before, but we had uh, young Jack Silvani on it a while ago this year. Good-looking man. Very good-looking man. <laughs> Just after they had played you and he said, Conor Rosie moves around a footy field like a speed skater at the Winter Olympics. 
Yeah, he generally does. I don't know. Yeah, mate. All us boys hate playing with him in pre-season. You generally can't tackle him. He sort of dances around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate, I hate it. Um, <laughs> I normally get him once a year at pre-season yep. and Gia let him know about it. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, you and Connor and then Horn Francis, is he trying to get in there too? Or? No. Yeah, he, mate, he's already in there. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah mate, he's going to be a superstar of the competition, I think. Yeah, he probably plays like Dangerfield down Geelong. Yeah, um, yeah. Just explosive, powerful, and he's probably got the skills as well. So I think, um, yeah, I think everyone sort of forgets he's, he's a fair bit younger than me and Connor. He's only yep. 20, and I think he's going to be a superstar. So what about when we finish? What other things, uh, what other passions does Zach Butters have? Oh, yes. Are you a golfer? Do you watch American football? Do you, what do you do this time of year? Publican. <laughs> um, I play a fair bit of golf. Um, my handicap's 15, so I'm not great, but Where I'm, at? I'm okay. Um, my, my course in Adelaide's Glenelg Golf Club. Yeah, um, very nice. Back here, I just play at Backsmarsh Back Golf Club in Darling. Have hit with a few mates and whatnot. Um, outside of that, I've been fishing a fair bit lately. I uh, haven't been catching too much, but I've been trying to put in the hours. <laughs> yeah, Who's the best golfer at Port Adelaide? Gee, there'll probably be a few boys text me after this, but um, Ryan Burton's off one or two. I think Mitch Georgiotis is off three or four, but... In saying that, they live together and they probably the driving range every night. And, yeah, right. Um, yeah, we've been telling them to put a bit more time in the footy and less golf. So. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly uh, You're a star, be. mate. Thanks for coming. What a magnificent exactly. season he had. Zach Butters, everybody. Yeah. One of the best players in the AFL, one of the best blokes in the AFL. Yeah. Zach Butters no on Triple M's Rush Hour. We are live from the Melton Entertainment Park. This is Triple M's Rush Hour, live from Melton Entertainment Park. Your favourite entertainment venue in the West has a new name. Melton Entertainment Park has arrived, where stars play, meet, dine, race and stay. Not far away from being joined by the voice of Harness Racing, Dan Malecki, but right now it's always oh, precarious. No. Well, but they've get started to get their eye in down here. <laughs> some calls from the back of the room. Bill, <laughs> this is the worst beeping quiz I've ever heard. <laughs> Your quiz is shit. No, Jim. That's what I'm hearing <laughs> from the back. That's the feedback you're getting. I know. Feedback is a gift, Fat. I know, it is. And they're still here. They've been here since... Uh... 10 a.m. They're over there. They're good boys. Let's go with a quiz. This is a local quiz, a local Melton quiz. Come on, Johnny. Oh, have a look at Johnny. Oh, I got a bit of sizzle. He's got the uh, Nikes on, the cut jeans, a nice pink top. Where'd you pinch them from? Where are you from, Johnny? Rock Bank. Rock Bank. Beautiful spot, Rock Bank. Yep. (laughs) What do you do, Johnny? Truck driver. Truck driver. Here we go, mate. Do you know what the name of the local paper here in Melton is? Oh, Johnny. He's not a local. Johnny. No, he's from Rock Bank. Out, get out, you're gone. Oh, come on, Jace. Here's Jace. What's the name of the local? What do you do, Jace? I'm a truck driver. That's two truck drivers with that. That's it. Uh, Nicole, truck driver? No, chef, right uh, What's the name of the local paper? Uh, the Star. Is it? Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll go with that. Uh, Fat, oh, yeah. what's what the prize, by the way? Oh, we'll give you something. What about when the previous uh, contestant got it wrong? First thing I heard from the back of the room. See ya. Yes. <laughs> well, he's not local, Jimmy. He's getting heckled. <laughs> I know. The, I had the uh, Melton Murable Star Weekly, but we'll go with the star. Uh, what is this room called in here? Gamma Lighting. Well done. If I went next door to the bistro, what would that be called? Don't know. Don't know. See ya. See ya. <laughs> Come on, Nicole. She's a chef. Call me daddy. Hmm. Hello, Nicole. Oh, that's, on, that's on the top. 
That's on your top. Call me daddy was written on her daddy. top. Yes, yes. written on the top. Hello, now, what are you doing, Nicole? I'm a chef. You're a chef, right? Where about? Um, at a local nursing home. Oh, good on you, Nicole. What is this room in here called? This, uh, sorry, the bistro in there. When you go through those doors, see the sign there? Yeah, popular arm. Um, popular arm. Um. That'll do. Well done. Yes. Very good prizes here. Hang on. What uh, are they? What are they, Bill? Uh, $250 to the... Yeah, it's in Melton Entertainment Park Hotel. Stay voted at 230 bucks, And a Christmas Day lunch voted at 150 bucks. And some vouchers we've got to give yes. away. So what is Cobble Dick? <laughs> what is Cobble Dick's Ford? I have no idea. Uh, no, well, look, does anyone know what that is? No, no, don't oh, say it. Don't sorry. say it. Hang on, we'll come and see D. D, can you give Nicole something, please? Because I like a top. Well done, Nicole. <laughs> come on, Pete. Here's Peter. Oh, look at Pete. Oh, oh, look at Pete. What do you do, Pete? I'm retired. Yeah? What did you used to do, Pete? I used to work for Safeways. Safeway. Stacking shelves? Stacking shelves and managing. Well done. All right, do you know what um, Cobble Dick's Ford is? Couldn't have a clue. Is there something in Melton called Cobble Dick's? Yeah. Oh, no, see you, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Trev. Righto, Trev, where, what do you do? I'm a spray painter. How you going, Fat? Yeah, Fat's, fat's well, thank you, Trev. <laughs> what is Cobble Dick's Ford? Oh, it's a streamside reserve, for sure. <laughs> no, I have a listen to him. <laughs> Mate, they've got cobbles there, Jim. Yeah, I heard that. I've never come this way before. No, haven't you? No, <laughs> Must be the cobbles. <laughs> it's a large reserve. <laughs> uh, what night is steak night here at the Melton Entertainment Park Complex? Steak night. Thursday. No, wrong, see ya. Oh, no. <laughs> oh he's not happy. He's filthy up. Come on, Jerome. Oh, look at Jerome. We like Jerome. Hey? Jerome. What kind of name's Jerome? It's made up. It is made up. J-E-R-O-M. Yep, my old man made it up when, he was, when I was born. Who do you barrack for, Jerome? Come on, mate. It's on the top. Who's your favourite? Pass player. Number 16. Good old Billy Brown. Yes, Jerome. Gavin Mixell. It's not Jerome. I was there when you got a 60 metre kick in the, in the prelim final. Guess, Footscray. Guess, 75 it was, Jerome. Or Jerome, or whatever you bloody know. <laughs> what night is steak night here? Good old Tuesday. Yes, Jerome. Righto, we're still going. Spell Zach Butters. Z A Z. No! No! Z A Z. Give him something, D. Righto, who we got here? Spencey! Spencey! Spencey, what do you do, Spencey? Me, I'm a carpenter. Yeah, he's a carpenter. <laughs> what do you... Had a couple of froffies, have you? I've had a few, mate. Oh, okay, <laughs> Just get that button ready. Uh, <laughs> spell, <right. laughs> spell Zach Butters. Z A C No! No, out, Spencey, go and lay some more carpet. <laughs> Here's Freshy. Come on, Freshy. Yeah, look at Freshy. Freshy. Oh, he's got the sunnies on. Hello, Freshy. Oh, because of the reflection, Bill, I got the sun. Oh, it's coming off the forehead. That's it. I like it. I like it. You've had a couple of refreshments? Only a couple. I oh, know. What do you do, Freshy? I'm retired, Bill. Well, you're good on you. Right, do you know how to spell Zach Butters? Z A K. Yes. B U T 
T E R S. Yes! Righto. A couple of uh, former Melton Bloods players, right? Danny Del Rey was one. Who did he play football for? Melton. Yeah, after Melton. <laughs> oh, Footscray. Footscray, yes. Tyson Lane. Tyson Lane. Oh, back lane. Where did Tyson... Oh, I would say the doggies. Yes. yes. Well done. And Collingwood. And Adam Kennedy. GWS. Well done, Freshy. Oh, Freshy. Going beautiful. Now, in 19... This is true, Freshy, right? In 1977, Big M hit the fridges. Remember the Big M's? Well, they're still around, actually, Freshy. But <laughs> the M apparently stands for Melton. Yep. This is true, isn't it? Yes. 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 No, see, Hayes, I told you it was true. It's not true. Shut up. It's, it's not true. Name the four original flavours of Big M. Chocolate, strawberry, <laughs> vanilla. Yes. And... Fresh. You weren't fresh enough. <laughs> Back to the froffies. Here's Marie. Hello, Marie. Hi, How are you? Very well. Welcome you. to Melton. Are you from Melton? I am. All right. Good. Who do you barrack for? The pies. Oh, the pies. Yes. Give me a look at those teeth. Oh, yeah, no, you barrack for Collingwood. Yep. The Big M, Dale, the four original flavours. Banana? Is one. Yeah. Vanilla? No. Oh, no. Sorry. Kip, can you give Marie? What's her name? Marie, that's it, yep. There's <laughs> Rachel. Rachel, hello, Rachel, how are you? How are you, doll? Who do you back for? Bulldogs. Bulldogs. You got a boyfriend? Dougie. Dougie. Dancing. Oh, you would have kissed him behind the shelter sheds one day. Now, name the four Big M original flavours. I'll go banana. Yes, one. Chocolate. Yes. Strawberry. Yes, and one more. Yes! How long we got? Well, we've been going for nine minutes. Hang on. I've got one more question. If you can answer this, name the three senior Melton football club teams. Bloods. Bloods are one. South. South is the other. Central. 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 There's our winner. Well done, Rachel. Rachel, whatever it is. Rachel. Rachel. Dee, come over here and present it with awards and bring bring something else. Sorry, boys, we're just too... Sorry, Harry and Steve and Shane. I don't think and Rachel's Ash. a hard name. No, it's Rachel. Rachel. It's, it's called Rachel. It's Rachel. Oh, Another Rachel popular quiz. wins a Melton Entertainment Park Hotel stay paid at 230 bucks and a Christmas Day lunch, 150 bucks. How good was the quiz? <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy, live from Melton Entertainment Park, where stars play, meet, dine, race and stage. It's been a massive show live from Melton Melton Entertainment Park with JB and Bill. Now joined by the voice of harness racing, Dan Malecki. Oh, here he is. Uh, Hands together for the great Dan Malecki. (laughs) Oh, you're back home. This is your home, Dan. 
It is. This is where I can wear my black shorts and get away with it. And my black moccasins too. It is Melton. Uh, <laughs> look, it's a wonderful venue. It's my second home and uh, new name this week as well, Melton Entertainment Park. And uh, we've got probably the biggest nights uh, harness racing this Saturday night. It's definitely the best program. I reckon anywhere in Australia, but most definitely in Victoria. Did I hear you called your first race when you were nine years of age? At uh, Geraldry. Well, if you did, you heard a year after I actually did. Eight. Uh, <laughs> That's unbelievable. I um, A bit gimmicky when you're that young, and to be fair, I wouldn't have sounded like I had a boy's voice at that time. More soprano-ish. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did a Phantom Call on Bert Newton's radio show for the 1977 Melbourne Cup, and I called Reckless beating Golden Black. The next yep. day it was Golden Black beating Reckless. And on the back of that, I got a lot of uh, gigs or gimmicky uh, jobs and I debuted at Tarang in February 1978 and um, they got people from Guinness Book of World Records to come out um, so I made the Guinness Book of World Records as the youngest uh, professional That's race caller ever. Unbelievable. It is. We got a friend that wanted me to ask you Dan Hello. about the Christchurch casino story. Oh, I think I know this friend. Yes. He's uh, often referred to as Mr Geelong in the football and harness and uh, and Gallop's World as uh, JD, perhaps his initials. JD, we'll okay. Go with that. Yep. Yes, I know the story. It's a good one. Um, it makes a bit of a, uh, a deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's one way to look at it. At me, but in a in a funny way. Um, it was New Zealand Cup Week, massive week for the racing. The three codes have their cups, uh, and they had a big concert on at the Westpac Centre, which is directly outside the doors of Addington Racetrack. So there was a concert on that night. I knew that. Now later on that night, we're in the VIP room. Uh, I don't think there was anyone else there bar this JD, I think otherwise known to his friends as John Dunn. And then this English guy comes up uh, and uh, uh, bit by bit having a chit-chat starts betting on roulette with us. And even though we're in the VIP room, we weren't necessarily um, shouting the drinks, but we were ordering them and uh, high-fiving when our numbers come up and having a great night. Could have been an hour and a half, it could have been three hours. Um, After this gentleman walked out, um, I had no idea who it was, but the barman said to JD, uh, do you know who that was? And by that stage, I was semi-la-la, fully la-la. And um, uh, the barman, uh, JD said, no. And he said, that's Robbie Williams. No way. And JD said, oh, I've heard of him before. And I had to say, I've never heard of him at all. But um, silly me. And of course, he's, he's uh, turned out to be one of the greatest musical influences in the last 25 years. This was 2001, by the way. And the, the truth is, he'd left take that about three or four years earlier. So I should have known. Yes. But uh, he loves a bet. Yep. He loves a drink. <laughs> he must be him. a great guy. Like that. Like that. <laughs> Does, have you ever, because you get it right all the time, Dan Malecki, have you ever got one wrong that keeps you awake at night? <laughs> Well, I used to, yeah, so I'd try really hard, almost scientifically I'd go to places and look at the angles from the TV to the judges and where I'm calling from. It's probably harder at the gallops because they have a movable rail and it actually gives an optical illusion, where at least at the trots they don't, so it's the same angle you call from every time. But when you watch on TV, I'll I'll still semi-trick myself when I call it, comfortable with my decision, then look at the TV screen and then start taking a step back. Oh, yeah. But that's a different angle, you see. Um, so I used to have nightmares about it, and the one way to eliminate having the nightmares was to be accurate. So yes. it's worked out okay for me since. Go with your guts. Ah, fantastic. Hey, oh, 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 it's coming from faith. Thank Dan Malecki for go. us, please. What a star. The best. The best we're looking at.
Thanks, guys. Bill's joke, wrapping up the show. Next, by the way, this Saturday is the Pride's Easy Field Victoria Cup at Melton Entertainment Park. And Dan Malecki will be calling all the action. Triple M's Rush Hour. Do you want to watch Billy's joke? Look at him. Hey, He's now in the fetal position because he knows how appalling that is. <laughs> Just follow Triple M Rush Hour on Instagram and you can see Billy's joke every day. Live from Alton Entertainment Park, this is Triple M's Rush Hour. James Brayshaw, Billy Brownless. I very quickly need to say hello to Andrew, who did the quiz a couple of weeks, or a couple of days ago. Yeah. From Melton, he's come along. Hello, Andrew. Taking an early minute off work. No, not you, nude nut. Andrew down <laughs> the back. All right, now, Fat. Yes. Joke time. No, no, joke. You ready? End the day with a laugh. Um, I have a joke. This is Billy's joke. All right. Here's Live a... audience. What do you call a sad cup of coffee? What? A depresso. Oh! Darcy. Oh, little Darcy. Darcy. He's nice, four. Darcy. He come up and he goes, hey, fat, I've got a joke for you. He's four. <laughs> well done, Darcy. And, and we got it. It wasn't terrible. It's Darcy's joke. Um, now, it's all about Melton's a terrible joke. They've all heard it, but I'll just... Right, uh, go on then. Do you know, Jim, that Bacchus Marsh is the hottest place on earth? No. <laughs> you know why? Why? Because it's near Melton. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God. Look at it. Boo. Boo. Oh, you can get stuffed. Well, you've got time for one more, have you? You got, a, you got time for something decent? Oh, you told me to be quick. Uh, hang on. Oh, he's getting heckled. <laughs> oh, no, get hang on. Jim, talk to him. Come on. Hey, now, th- thanks hey, for having thank, us, thank by everyone. the way. We've yeah. had an absolute ball. It's been a, a wonderful hey. afternoon. All right, fat. Um, Balloon head. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> oh, no. I went and bought some deodorant, Jim. Did you? <laughs> and the lady behind the jump said, Do you want ball or ass- uh, aerosol? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No. And I said, No, just under me armpits. Oh. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Saved it like <laughs> three jokes. By stuffing it up. Yeah. Three jokes for Melton. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?